The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? No disciple is superior to the teacher. But when fully trained, every disciple will be like his teacher. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but not do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? But how can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye when you do not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first, then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. For even, for every tree is, is known for its own tr fruit. For people do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person out of the store, out of the store of goodness is in his heart produces good, but an evil person out of the store of evil produces evil. For from the fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. The gospel of the Lord. Growing up in North Adams, we were surrounded by trees and beautiful landscapes and in the mountains. And in our yard, in the, in the backyard, we had a, a, a big yard. It was a terraced yard, so we had three different levels. And right in the middle, on the second level, we had this enormous crabapple tree. Anybody have a crabapple tree? They're terrible. Right, so <laughs> they because and it's and it's and it's you know we we forget they produce these little tiny apples that are like rocks and they fall all over the place and so when you go outside and you go out to play as a kid you you run through the yard and you end up slipping on them and spraining your ankle and you know doing all sorts of things on the crab apples right and and um and you don't learn so the the first day you do it and then the second day you magically think they disappear. You know, and you go out and do it again. And so the crab apple, I was thinking about um, this, this, this gospel that Jesus tells us today. And he tells us a tree is known by the fruit it bears. And I thought of that crab apple tree because we used to play in it and hang on it and things like that. But we'd always also used to pick up the apples and whatever one wasn't eaten by worms, we used to try it. And it would always be sour. And we used to continually do it, to try to find the good fruit, the good apple, and there was none. And it was a question and, and, a, and a thought that came to my mind this week while praying about it. As we prepare for Lent, we begin Ash Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, we, we think a lot about what am I going to give up for Lent? What am I going to, I'm going to give up chocolate, I'm going to give up soda, I'm going to give, you know, something kind of like that. And that's, that's okay. 
But I thought maybe a good question would be is, what fruit do I want to pr produce? What fruit do I want to produce? Because I think all of us, at one time or another, produce a crab apple. All of us, at one time or another, have produced fruit that's sour. All of us have produced fruit that makes people hurt. All of us have produced fruit that causes pain and confusion. And so we have to ask ourselves as we approach this beautiful season, what fruit does God desire me to produce? And it's good. That's the answer. God desires us to produce good fruit. But we also have to be honest with ourselves as we approach this season of what fruit have I been producing? And that's, that's the challenge sometimes for us. It's easy to point out those crab apples that surround us. All those people, and we can easily point, as Jesus says, it's easy to acknowledge the splinter in your brother or sister's eye, but notice he doesn't say it's, it's, easy, it's, it's easy for us to forget the splinter in our eye, it's easy for us to forget the wooden beam in our own eye. Some other translations say a log the log that's within our own eye that causes us to sin, that causes us to not see good fruit and produce it. So the challenge for us is, is to acknowledge and to take out whatever causes us to produce the bad fruit and fill it up with, in this season, God's mercy, his forgiveness, his love, his peace, his gentleness, his kindness, that we, in turn, can produce good fruit. Fruit that people will desire to feast upon. We've all, again, I've said this before, been around those people who produce great fruit, and they are infectious people. We want to always be around them because they feed us in some kind of way, just as the Lord feeds us. And wouldn't it be great if we could all produce great fruit in God's name? So I think as we prepare for this coming week, maybe we can take that as our question or as our meditation. What fruit am I being called to produce? How can I produce good fruit for my brothers and sisters? How can I produce good fruit for the building up of the kingdom of God? For by your fruit, you will know them, Jesus says. A rotten tree cannot bear good fruit. So if there are things in, within us, and I'm first in the line, that cause us to bear rotten fruit at times, let's rip it out. Let's get rid of it. Let's toss it aside and allow God's reconciliation, his mercy and forgiveness to heal it and to produce goodness, to produce peace, to produce love, charity, you know, all those great things that God has planned for each one of us. By your fruits you will know them, and as he says in John's Gospel, you will, know my, you will know you are my disciples by the fruit that you bear. Let us all be the great trees in God's garden, producing great fruit for the world, a world that is desperate to eat of it, a world that is desperate to hear the good news. Let us not be crab apples. It's not worth it. Let us produce great fruit in God's name.